welcome to this episode of ONS Energy Talks. My name is Inger Johanna Stenberg and I work with communications in ONS. This episode is recorded at the ONS Net Zero Markets kickoff in Stavanger. Net Zero Markets is the dedicated venue where we dive deeper into renewable and low-carbon technologies and market opportunities. We are very lucky to have five committees working exclusively on creating the content, and they are made up of top-level people from hydrogen, offshore wind, batteries, solar power, and not to forget carbon capture and storage. This episode, we will look a little closer uh, at how we can break down the silos between different types of energy carriers and industries. And with me, I have Morten Halleraker from Norsk Hydro and Alfredo Paris from Hitachi Energy. And I wanted to start with a short get to know you round, just because you two have, through your careers, actually traveled a little between the silos of energy. And let us start with Morten and Norsk Hydro. First of all, Hydro or Hydro is well-known brand uh, in Norway and also globally in many places, but it's more than just water, isn't it? Yes. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, Hydro is today a leading renewable power uh, producer in the Nordics uh, and a globally leading sustainable aluminium company. Uh, we are executing a diversification strategy uh, to grow uh, and enable uh, the green transition. And this includes uh, building a position in the new uh, battery industry in Europe and America. And my current role there is to is to lead Hydro's business unit for batteries. Exciting. And you, Alfredo, you have come all the way from Madrid and uh, you work in or for Hitachi, a well-known company as well. But Mainly, probably for most of us, uh, for software and maybe even DVD players. But that's not exactly what you do, is it? Exactly, yeah. And, and pleased to be in Stavanger, such a nice place. Yeah, so I'm, I'm leading the renewable uh, business uh, for Hitachi Energy. Uh, to put the things a bit in the background, in the scale. So Hitachi today is more than 300,000 people around the world. Uh, with, a, with a clear kind of uh, vision and ambition of what to do. We want to create... A, this sustainable society through the use of digital and technology. So you see the bet is quite, quite ambitious. Uh, today, Hitachi is dividing three business. Uh, you have this IT part, more than 100,000 people dedicated to software and IT infrastructure. Uh, you have the connected industries where you find those appliances you were referring to, but also robotics and healthcare. And then the third pillar, which uh, I belong to, which is uh, green energy and mobility. There you will find trains, Trains manufacturing and their Hitachi energy that is here to uh, to connect uh, uh, electrons and energy across the world. It's quite interesting to see the common denominators between your uh, companies. It's uh, they're both quite old and uh, established uh, through many years, um, over a hundred years, both of you. And with experience and know-how, you and your company represent. How do we make sure we really utilize that in the best possible way going forward? Let's start with you, Alfredo. Yeah, it, it's a responsibility, you know, 100 years. And then if you think about Itachi and, AB, in, and the former ABB power grids combined, it's more than 200 years, we claim. You know? So it's real responsibility. But that gives you this kind of expertise that people trust. And it's, you become the go-to person, the company, when, when, when some challenges have to be addressed. 
It means also we have very long relation, long time relationship with our customers, and that's part of so of, of what what we mean. We mean we stand here for quality and kind of reliability. So as I said, it's a responsibility. It's a responsibility to keep developing technology. We need to stay at the edge. No, we need to anticipate what is coming. No, in this context of ONS, I think is exactly the core of the conversation. Anticipate what is coming. We need to to do this also in a sustainable way. So we need to care about society, sustainability. These are things we cannot uh, uh, escape from, and we need to bring it core to uh, to to us. Uh, so. As I said, no, being part of this Itachi group, it's even a bigger responsibility we have and we're proud to, to lead on that one. Morten, do you recognize some of the point of views Alfredo is uh, talking about? <clears throat> Absolutely. Uh, particularly the part about um, having the reputation and the credibility when you, when you, when you work with customers. Um, and one reflection is that even if we are old uh, companies, you have to, in order to be, become an old company, you need to have a culture of change because our companies have changed multiple times. Hydra has gone in and out of different businesses. And if we had stayed with the first business we did and the first technology, we would have de- been dead uh, eight years ago. So that is maybe the most important uh, takeaway. And, and and I think the responsibility of o- so-called old companies today, uh, that is to bring our resources and our capabilities into the new industries. And if we are not doing that, then we will not become much older. Let's talk a little bit more about breaking down the silos because you both have different backgrounds and uh, Morten, with your economic background, did you really think you would ever lead the department of batteries in hydro? No, oh, that's a fair question uh, because batteries is a technology business. Now, I have uh, I, I have I've, in all my, my time in hydro, which is more than 25 years now, uh, I've been working essentially in multidisciplined um, uh, teams. Uh, and uh, and and that is that is for sure an important part to to bring together different people. Uh, Hydro is an engineering dominated uh, company, uh, and I've also had the the opportunity to transition uh, from the oil and gas industry to aluminium extrusions industry, back to hydro energy power, and later to aluminium products, and now in batteries. So so it's um, it is it is it it. It, breaking down silos bring new brings you new new uh, new perspectives, and that is uh, of great importance to me now when I'm uh, have the have the the very exciting job of leading hydro batteries. So you have pretty much tried everything within energy, but maybe not that much solar and the solar perspective. But I know you, Alfredo, you have uh, quite the long uh, background in uh, especially solar uh, power. Uh, how have you really? broken down the silos in uh, in your career and how you've been working? I guess it's core to my professional life. No, I, I've always been working uh, in this kind of position where you connect people, no? So um, ABB, that, those times, it was time my career in, with, with ABB and then moved to, uh, with the acquisition to Itachi. So we are typically this kind of complex organization. No? We have silos inside our own company. So we don't need to look for silos outside. We have our own silos inside. So my, my job has always been to connect people. No, in the times of ABB, you build the one ABB kind of approach. In the times of Hitachi, build up the one Hitachi approach. And and, and I've reflected a lot on what does it mean. No, and, and for me, it's always start with the customer. No, if you want to break silo, we need to bring it for a, with a purpose. No, so we always I always like to start with the with the market, with the customer, and understand okay, what are the challenges you need to solve as a team, as a group. So to to bring purpose and and, and develop these common goals. No, that will drive people to work together, and then make sure we, are, we 
was very important for me to understand what everyone brings to the party. Because that's the beauty of diversity eventually, you know, is that you bring every specialties, experiences, knowledge for different people. And you combine this and then you get better together than by, by yourself alone. And from there, develop our own priorities. We have a purpose, we have goals. And then as an organization, breaking silos, you need to show you bring value to the organization. That, that's the point. No, is is one plus one is three. No, that's what we permanently do: breaking silos, and that's I think is the beauty. No, and then if you've done this inside the company, then okay, we can do that across sectors, across segments. It's very interesting what you're saying about the internal silos, because when we talk about breaking down the silos uh, externally, we tend to forget what goes on internally in our own company, and I I think we probably all have experienced um, that in some way or another. Martin, tell me a little bit about how you deal with that in Hydro. It's quite the big company, even though it's not Hitachi style, uh, but it's still huge. Yeah, you have to. Uh, I really like uh, the way that you you put it here. That, that to first start with a problem, you have to start with a problem, and 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 when everybody has that in mind that we are that we that we need to solve the same problem, then. Uh, and we, if we respect each other, we bring. Uh, th- then it's possible to come from different cultures. Uh, if you listen to each other, then it's fully possible to, to, to kind of get a productive work between an old company and uh, and a startup company. So we have we have uh, quite good experience of uh, of co-investing be- with different companies that are bringing different par- different uh, competencies to the um, to the table and. Doesn't make hydro less hydro in a way, uh, but we kind of together with Northvolt and others, we, we 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 make something something better, and we innovate better when we are doing it together with other uh, other cultures. And just to add on what you said, Morten, because I think we, we're getting to the same point. I think in this world, the world of collaboration. I think that's the word I've most used in all the panels and conferences I've been. Is collaboration? It's all exactly that. Building si- silos for the purpose of achieving something. No, and in this world, we cannot do this alone. Maybe in the past we could have tried, but today is not possible anymore. So when we talk about the greater ONS discussion and also the the elevated energy discussion that you guys will contribute to, what will you guys bring to the party? To to use your words, Alfredo. Teach is a big word, no? Because I think we are a group of experts, and we've been very good at bringing many, many experts from different environments. Uh, already in a few conversations, he was already very insightful. I guess our contribution here, we need to understand what we contribute uh, with. And, and I think I can start with our vision of the world. I think we believe electricity will be the backbone of the power system. So we are strong believers that electricity will become very important in the energy transition. Just to put things in perspective, we think, we believe that in the 2050 horizon, the amount of power generation we need is four times bigger than what we have today. The amount of energy we have to transmit in the power system will be three times bigger. So think about the scale, no? So and that that cannot be done easily. So our contribution in this process is, is to bring this this technology, this technology to efficient energy production, efficient transmission over long distances, uh, electrification of transport industry, uh, and bring all this digital infrastructure. You need to run this in a flexible and efficient way, no? So that that that's what I would like humbly to to contribute with in this conversation. And and, and, and and bring our, our responsibility, you know, which is to, to deploy this technology that is needed, uh, to build up our footprint, to show that we are committed, that we are ready to build up at scale, at speed, our, our own footprint, and bring the people in the conversation. Because this, yeah, absolutely collaboration. And as I said, I was to end, 
and with people. I think there's no way to, 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 to achieve this without the people, diversity and inclusion. Yeah, first of all, I could say second all that Alfredo says here, and, and we as Hydro, um, all that we do now, all the growth that we do is is about facilitating the uh, the, the green transition. So that is fundamentally what we do. Uh, and the beauty with the ONS is that uh, ONS brings together the the existing energy world. It comes. It used to be the oil, uh, the oil, uh, uh, really an oil meeting place, right? And now you bring together all the new green transition industries. And we, we used to be small. This year we are a little bit bigger. And what uh, the beauty is that we can we can bring down the silos between ourselves. That's one thing. But also towards the, the, the carbon-based uh, uh, energy system. So what I hope for ONS 2024 is that this will be the first time when when we actually will see more of the oil men <laughs> coming to the to, to to listening to the batteries and the solar conferences and that we can bridge and also bring down these really big silos so that brings us closer to a, a conclusion of this conversation uh, at least but i wanted to end on um the educational note or the res- the human resources note cuz how do we make sure we have the people to do this job we've we see already that uh, the students are not choosing necessarily uh, traditional uh, oil and gas fields of studies, but they are choosing other uh, parts and renewables. How do we make sure that we still get the geologists, the technologists and so on that we actually will need um, going forward? We have created silos before, and but these don't necessarily have any silos. But how do we deal with this um, when we need a lot of people to fill the positions to make this work. I always like to start with a story. We, we need a strong story. You know? And I think we have an, an unbelievable story to tell. You know? If you think about saving the world and, and bringing forward this energy transition. And as we tell the story, we need to explain the complexity and the beauty of our business. As you said, we, we need all those disciplines. We can apply this for one industry or for another, but the disciplines remain the same. We need geologists to take your wording, but we need also the, the, the legal people to run our contracts, commercial people to, to, to go, and the engineers, the people on the field, on the sea. So, I mean, plenty of disciplines. So there's room for everybody. Where you a, a, a young man, a young girl, and, and you have the ambition to grow, it's a perfect place. So we need a story and then a strong purpose. No? And again, we are in the perfect place. There's no better purpose than to save the world. No, I, th- I really agree with this. And there's far much, uh, far, many, far much conflict between different energy sources, between batteries and hydrogen. There's far much of that. Uh, we need it all. We need, uh, we need gas uh, for many, many, many years. And we also need the, the oil and, 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 and the, the geo expertise from oil and from drilling to, to explore uh, lithium um, uh, in Europe. Uh, together, we, uh, Hydro and Equinor, are investing together with a French group in Lithium de France, where we uh, essentially use the drilling competence and the geology competence of, uh, of Equinor together with the Hydro's uh, industrial competence in order to, to explore for lithium uh, in in France for European batteries. So we need it all. We should not be in conflict, but we should collaborate. I'll let that be the final word today. And uh, we'll definitely have to do another podcast on lithium and minerals. That's for sure. I hope you who listened had learned something new today. And uh, we'll be back soon with a new ONS Energy Talks. Thank you to Alfredo Pares from Hitachi Energies and 
and Morten Halleraki from Norsk Hydro. My name is Inger Johanne Stenberg and this was ONS Energy Talks.